Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Wir gerne sehen in was ist los. It's dein Freundo Seth. I'm learning German. Yeah, in case you didn't know what that was. That is me trying to impress you with the little German that I know. Right now, I am actually learning German. I took it in high school. I goofed off the entire time. I did some other language learning apps. They taught me things like where the taxi stand is and how to find a bus, um, but not a lot of conversational uh German. Thankfully, that's what Babbel is all about. Babbel teaches you language conversationally, which let's face it, that is what you want to know anyway. I don't know. When I was in school, you learned like how to count. You learned like the colors. You learned the shapes. Those are all important things, but they don't help you when you're in uh, like Cologne, Germany with Ein Nierenstein, which by the way is German for kidney stone, uh, an experience I can unfortunately speak personally to. But I've been using Babbel to learn to speak German again, uh, better than I have before. I actually really like it because it is conversational. It's a little bit more relaxed. One of the things that it does that I really like is it'll sometimes show you what the literal English translation is. And I don't know why, but I find that very helpful in sort of understanding the structure, the grammar of a language and sort of putting myself into that mind space. Since I'm only in Germany for Gamescom, which is like a week, week and a half, I'm not immersed in the German language. I'm not immersed in German culture. So what I do is the second best thing. I'm taking Babbel. Hopefully this year when I go to Germany, I'll be able to impress all the Germans with how much German I know from learning through Babbel. The app has pronunciation recognition, so you'll be able to learn how to speak better with your accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said Apfelstrudel and not Apfelstrudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners because you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babbel.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hello, Super Ninfrendos. Welcome to Nintendo Voice chill episode 640 i am your host seth macy here in the techno dungeon but this is a very special la edition of nintendo voice chat joining us today are colin stevens hey reb valentine what am i doing in la how did this happen 
<laughs> Nobody knows. And Jeffrey Vega. They actually let me yeah, into the IGN studio. <laughs> in studio in Los Angeles. You all look very tan and cool. Uh, I can. I bet you're all wearing sandals and sh- and swim trunks. That is correct, yes. Mm-hmm. Surf's up, dudes. All right. <laughs> in December. That's all I know about LA is that it's uh, it's got surfers. I'm starting to think that Seth is in a blizzard right now. Mm. Yeah. I mean, before we before we started the show, I was making a lot of assumptions about Maine that were not based on any factual data. So I, we probably deserve this, honestly. Yeah. 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 Oh. yeah. It's well, okay. <laughs> Those were fair assumptions about the state of Maine, um, but I will for the record it's not very haunted, like everyone thinks. I didn't say anything about that. There are ghosts everywhere. There are hardly any. You have to really go out of your way to, to be horrified. Sucks. So that is one main myth. The other main myth is the myth of our accent. We don't have a Massachusetts accent. We have a Maine accent, and they're very different. So if you played Fallout 4's Far Harbor expansion, those are not even close. Mm. I just want to be really accents. clear for the audience. I was not saying anything about accents or ghosts. It was mostly I am, food. The seafood. Yes. Yeah. yes. These I are just, just things really that I wanted to, the to address who about my home state, by the way. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Oh. Uh, yeah. Although okay. I am curious. About We're not here to talk about Maine, although I, I love to talk about Maine. <laughs> <laughs> I like We're here to talk about the Game Awards, not the Maine Awards. What did they mean oh. for Nintendo? <laughs> thank you, Fred. That was very good. Thank you. you. No, thank uh, you. What did they, <laughs> what did they mean for Nintendo? In 2023, well, uh, <laughs> I mean, let's let's go through it. First of all, was it was last night a Nintendo or a Nintendo? We got a trailer for Fire Emblem Engage expansion, which is coming out the same day as the game, which is a little strange. I thought I it's um, fine. Is any who here on the panel is excited? To play a Fire Emblem Engage and then immediately buy the DLC I'm, on I'm the same day. I'm very excited to play the game. Yeah. But I'm not gonna play any DLC until after it's done, unless it's like baked into it somehow. So it's just a very, it's just strange timing. Yeah. So it was very rapid fire, right? And I like look. I'm normally the news person, so I should have this information. Uh, but after, so I was at the Game Awards last night, and then immediately like was you know hanging out with people afterwards, and then came here. I have not had a second to actually look at what this news was. It's three. I know it's like three individual DLC packs. Uh, I I don't know if the first one because the first one comes out at launch. I didn't see what was in the first one specifically, so I don't know if it's like just cosmetics mm-hmm. or if the story content is in there too. So I don't know. You're the fact checker. You have a laptop. Do you have <laughs> oh, any idea yeah. Yeah, what's just, in that um, DLC pack? Oh gosh, let me just. How do I connect to the Wi-Fi here? <laughs> because that's it, right? Like it might just be something where you. Can, oh my god. Uh, <laughs> I think it was it was a lot of hunky husbandos and uh, beautiful waifus. Are you being? And I think that's all anybody <laughs> wants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Fire Emblem engaged. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was uh, an announcement I kind of didn't expect and wasn't like, hey, good, you know, people, I know people love Fire Emblem. Mm. I'm not a Fire Emblem person. Mm. I'm sorry. I try. I'll try again. Maybe I'll try again because there's that, the, the half like Joker hair person who's running the, the show. I actually, did you play Three show. Houses, Seth? Yeah, I didn't like it. Okay. Mm. I don't know that you like this one then. Um, I mean, I, I love. <sighs> I loved Three Houses. I think it's probably like it's probably, you know, it got it got a lot of people who were not into Fire Emblem into Fire Emblem. Mm-hmm. Uh, this seems like more Three Houses, but also with the addition of characters from previous Fire Emblems. Mm-hmm. So if you're not if you're not into that, I don't know that you're gonna dig yeah. this. I know. Like if you don't That's... care who Martha is, 
Well, it's like I said before, it's the strat it's strategy RPGs aren't really my thing and I keep trying to make them my thing. Mm. And it never sticks. Mm. So I always feel like left out. And then, you know, I host the only good Nintendo podcast. That's true. And I don't like one of the games that everybody else likes. And I feel like That's a fine. big jerk. That's fine. Not and every game has to be scoff. for you. Oh, hey, we're watching it right now. We can get this information. What did Seth uh, okay. We're looking at the trailer right now. Uh, paid DLC expansion pass. Okay, so it's br- that, that's the thing. It's bringing in the guys from Three Houses, oh, which okay. is very exciting. Which All is right. the expansion content. Uh, additional characters, accessories, maps, and more. Mm. Um, I like I like more. Yeah, I and then this lady who I'm pretty sure I've never seen her. She's from one of the other Fire Emblem games. Chicken Dragon. People love her. I like. People love her. The green haired Fire Emblem here. The the mobile one. People love her. Okay, so it's wave one is a character, support items, accessories, silver card. So this is not like story content in the first wave. So you're safe. Yeah, I'll just I'll I'll play as the um the fascist. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. Can no, we... I'm kidding. What? In three houses, there's the main three characters, and oh. one of them turns out to, you oh. know, kind of, yeah, yeah. I didn't spoilers for three houses. Stop talking about Fire Emblem. Oh no, no. I'm sorry. No, I'm still talking about three houses. There's three characters. Turns out one of them is a very bad person, but not going to tell who. So it's only a slight spoiler. Yeah. Maybe Interestingly, that's... the one that's a bad person depends on which route you play. For sure. When yeah. you, people don't know that until they're most of the way through the game. Mm-hmm. Now, Seth, does this make you want to play uh, Three Houses again more or less? <laughs> now that you know that there might be a fascist. Now that I've said this horrible word, how about we skip past this? I really should not have let that that out of the bag. Um, this is, this, but this is, again, this is uh, a Nintendo voice chill. Yeah. So we're in a safe true. space. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. We, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if one of the characters is a surfer at the end, yay, nay? Um, Claude would surf if you asked him. Yeah, okay. in I theory, think, I think he, he would. would be a surfer. He's also the coolest character, like like hands mm, down. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. I'm into that. So maybe I'll give it another shot. Mm. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to. <laughs> Let's just be honest here. That's so real. I'm, I'm sorry. Even if it would I'm mean destroying fascism love, once and know. for all. <laughs> We really everyone was so excited when that game came out. Everyone was like <laughs> stop, posting pictures of their tea parties and having the funnest time. And then uh, I felt left out. And I'm probably going to feel left out again with the uh, chicken lady from Kids in the Hall as a dragon, <laughs> a selectable dragon. But that's okay. That was the expansion pass news. Not like the biggest reveal. For me personally, the uh, Bayonetta Origins, mm. Cereza and the Lost Demon, I, in a million years, that was not on a bingo card. In all of the multiverses, mm-hmm. that was on none of my bingo cards for a uh, world premiere at the Game Awards last night. Uh, I I think I'm into this, though. I like the art style a lot, and I'm curious to hear what your thoughts are. So did you play all, all of Bayonetta 3? No, I did not play all of Bayonetta 3. Okay, so I was not surprised by this. Uh, I will not spoil Bayonetta 3 for people, but if you have played all, all of Bayonetta 3, this probably wasn't super surprising. Oh. Oh. Uh, So you're saying I played myself. No. Basically. Uh, I just, if you, I, I would say if you would like a little taste of what might be happening here before it comes oh. out, finish Bayonetta Ooh. 3. <gasps> really? Does it have, like, does it have the graphic style like this? Though? I'm not because saying that's... anything. I don't want to spoil. People, oh people don't goodness. like spoilers. Ooh, it looks like a, a watercolor come to life. It looks I'm like really a Ubisoft's into... Child of Light. Ooh, yeah. Okay. I was thinking more like an Okami sort of look, but yeah, yeah that one's yeah. Uh, a little bit more, uh, yeah, a little more apt. So 
this was, like I said, surprised to me because I didn't finish Bayonetta 3. So now I, I know what I have to do over holiday break. Finish the game about a witch. <laughs> Celebrate Christmas. It is so beautiful, though. I'm really excited to play this. Yeah. Yeah. There was a person in the audience next to me at the Game Awards who, like, loved Bayonetta. And anytime Bayonetta came up, like, in a in like an award or something like this person just lost their mind. Uh, but then they saw this and they were really sad about it. They were like, that's not oh, Bayonetta. Really? That's not what Bayonetta is about. And I'm like, Oh, uh, Whoa. Eh. that person went through it. Yeah. I felt, I, I didn't know how to feel about them. Uh, hope you're doing okay today, bud. Yeah. I hope they're all right. That's, that's a bummer because uh, I really like the way this game looks and I'm kind of interested in, uh, in when it, in playing it when it comes out. When does it come out? Did they announce a date for it? I we're looking at the trailer right now and the date literally just like went by and I Oh come <laughs> on. This is like a riddle where you watch the trailer and I'm like, all right, what color was Bane in his eyes? And I'm like, uh <laughs> Yeah. See the problem May? is we were all working the show last night, yeah. but the things we were doing that involved working the show did not involve memorizing everything that actually yeah, got no. out. Yes. It's it's always funny when you're when you're handling covering shows like this and stuff. <clears throat> Jeffrey and I are on the social team, and so we have to sort of keep up and make sure everything's getting out on time. You're kind of really only half watching the show because right. you're also working very quickly to try to get everything out as quickly as possible. And usually what I'll do is after a show is done, I will go and watch through all the trailers that I sort of missed. Um, but it was very late by the time it got done, and so I have not had a chance to do what I normally do. So I'm going in like half blind to some of this stuff, to be completely honest. And I also, one of my other favorite parts about covering news shows at IGN is that uh, when there is a, an, a, a music break of a wonderful orchestra, mm. I love hearing it, but it gives me a chance to finish uploading things because yeah. <laughs> every trailer that plays at a Game Awards type event, I'm just sort of uploading the previous trailer while the next trailer's playing, and I'm always behind. And uh, so when we get like a fun little goof uh, or a music uh, segment, that's a nice kind of breather. Yeah. Yeah. Or when there's yeah. a game that no one's excited about, then we can... <laughs> <laughs> um, however, uh, a voice from above. Let me know that Bayonetta is coming out in March, March 17th. 17th. So very soon. Thank you, God. March 17th. Happy St. Patty's Day to all my Irish friends out there. <laughs> oh, yes. That's right. The perfect celebration. The perfect time to play as a witch. <laughs> Bayonetta Origins. Yeah. <laughs> it oh, kind of does look like that movie, that animated movie that... The Book of Kells. Thank mm, you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's uh, Everyone should check that one out. It's very beautiful. But... That was uh, sort of for me personally the big uh, the big Nintendo surprise. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll get to a little bit more of the Nintendo showcase later, but let's talk about some awards, huh? Rebecca, were you excited that Splatoon Three won the best multiplayer game? I was so stoked. I was so happy. The pe again, the people. So I, was, I was there. The people in the section. The people in the section with me were big on Bayonetta. They were big on God of War, and they were big on Call of Duty. Hmm. And so we got to multiplayer, and they were like, Call of Duty got announced, and they were like screaming, "They're like, yeah, Call of Duty, best multiplayer, yeah!" So it's Splatoon one. They were just all so crestfallen. And I'm like, yeah, Splatoon. <laughs> I it, Splatoon is great. Like I I will go to the for Splatoon every day. It is, I love that we have a really good AAA shooter out there that is not angry military men <laughs> or angry spacemen or some combination of the two. Um, I'm just really glad we have this silly, colorful, fun mm. thing that plays really well and has inventive ideas and does yes. turf wars. I mean, it, this is no, no new information whatsoever, but I think Splatoon is one of the most inventive things that Nintendo has ever done. And uh, oh, so I'm sure. so glad it's getting its laurels for that. Mm. 
Yeah, yeah I, I do feel like it was robbed uh, in the art art direction category, however. But that's mm, I don't remember what else was in that category. <laughs> uh, I think God of War or no Elden Ring Elden won, Ring which won is uh, yeah. fair. Yeah, but I think yeah, it was Elden just like all the Game of the Year nominees direction. were just also like art direction. That's fine. Jeffrey, do you play Splatoon 3 at all? I, I, okay, so I love Splatoon. I've not played Splatoon 3 yet because I'm playing through Splatoon 2, which is mm-hmm. a very, yeah. apparently not a new game. No. <laughs> um, uh, mm-hmm. But I love Splatoon so much. I was like one of the first games I got on Switch. And I, just, I, when Splatoon 3 was announced, I was like, I got to get it back to Splatoon. And then I just got the Switch Online expansion. So like now I can play the Octo expansion, which I've heard amazing oh, things nice. about. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I agree with Reb. Like, it is so fun. Like, I, I'm people who follow IGN social know I'm a huge Fortnite fan, and I think that's why I love Splatoon because it's like I'd rather play Fortnite Battle Royale than like Call of Duty Warzone because it, it's it doesn't Fortnite Splatoon they, they don't take themselves seriously. Like, it's colorful, it's fun, it's goofy. There's emotes. There's the Kratos. It, I can play as Kratos <laughs> on my Nintendo Switch. Like, it's it's it, instead of just like yeah, like we're going to the, the war torn country and just like no, I want to play like even like my, my sister. Like we play a lot of video games together, and she does not like shooters, but like Splatoon is just like yeah, it's paintball. It's like a paint mat. Like what a fun easy game yeah. to get into. And yeah, I but I need to. Uh, I'm trying to finish Splatoon 2's story. I, I mean, I don't know if they're really. It's that important to play Splatoon three, but because I didn't, you'd be so lost if you don't finish. That's good. Uh, Are you gonna do the Octo expansion? Yes, I'm very excited. Yes, so that's that's what definitely do that. Uh, I I did not play the Octo expansion, but like everybody in the community talks about how incredible it is. This is better than the whole Splatoon two game. Yeah, and it it was like a template for a lot of the things they did in Splatoon three, is what people say. So uh, it it seems like it's very worth playing, and I I have been very tempted to go back and check it out. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and I do love the. I, I also love the Splatoon 2 color scheme, the pink and green. Like, mm. I have those oh, Joy-Cons. Yeah. And when I saw the yellow and purple, I was like, okay. There's is the that what you got scheme. right there? The is that what that is? is yeah. Like no, these are actually the Fortnite Joy-Cons. Oh, but, okay. uh, <laughs> wow, very, weirdly similar. Uh, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, I know. So, But, um, but yeah, I'm very excited to uh, – to, because I was just like, yeah, I want to join in the Splatfests and stuff. Because mm-hmm. I was playing Splatoon 2 too late when they stopped supporting those oh. online events. So. Yeah. I need I, I need to catch up. Can get salty. Yeah, well, there's another one right around the corner. So now. Oh, which one? Like what's the Splatfest? Do we know? Which oh, one is a, the new Splatfest? I don't know. There's a big run this weekend. Oh, okay, got it. Oh yes, the very the first big, big run. run. Yeah. Uh, which Colin, is what the... about you? Are you a Splatoon? I um, I'm not a huge multiplayer oh, guy. So okay. the award that they won um, is a little bit lost on me, just because I. I I don't know what it is. I just don't really like playing online. Colin doesn't uh, have any general. friends. Wow. <laughs> okay, first yeah. off, Jeffrey is my best friend. Don't tell hurts. the internet that. Um, yeah, but they're going to uh, figure no. it out. Um, but I do play a lot of single player, and I really love Splatoon 3's single player. I think it's really just gotten better and better over time. Um, there was barely any single player in the first game. The second had a pretty good run, but it was it just didn't feel super cohesive. And then the Octo expansion was like really, really in-depth, a little bit more challenging, a lot of fun. And then it feels like they just built on that with 3. So... Um, I'm a bit beside the point as far as the multiplayer award goes, but uh, I do love Splatoon, even if it's mostly just the single player that I'm playing. If you ever want a friend to play multiplayer with, uh, let me know. Okay. I'll play. Okay. I suck. It'll be great. I oh, see, that, see, that's what I'm mostly worried about because I am not very good. <laughs> uh, so uh, if I'm not embarrassed or I'm not dragging a team down specifically, no. No, then no. I don't feel as bad. No, I'll be terrible together. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's hard. I mean, the thing about Splatoon is that it's, if you're ranked 
is like anarchy battles are a different story. But if you're just if you're just playing turf war, and yeah, people get weird about that. But like you could, the whole point is just to paint the floor. Mm. So you can just like go into a corner and paint the floor, <laughs> and it's and people mostly like like if you're kind of far enough back, people will leave you alone, and you're contributing yeah. by painting the floor. Yeah. So That's, it's it's a little easier to yeah. feel like you're contributing to an overall team effort without actually having to be super accurate and hit yeah. a guy. Yeah. I usually try yeah. to avoid combat because I, I know they're going to kill me. So I'm like, I'm going to go, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go paint over here. I made arrow spray. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's like, like a baby turf war weapon, but yeah. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I, like going... I think that's the genius of Splatoon is that you don't need to be, you know, the, the shooter person. You yeah. can just go paint the floor. Yeah. And, and you it can is, still have a lot of fun. Yeah. And it is Which really is... satisfying too. Like being mm-hmm. able to just, yeah. like, okay, well there's, there's a corner there that no one's, like I will help if I paint that, mm-hmm. so that might satisfy your need of. I'm helping. helping. Yeah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> no, all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's a great game for that. Mm. Come play it's with me. It's the perfect game for like a kid to play and not feel like completely overwhelmed and lost. Like you could not. Well, I say this, but you probably couldn't throw like a six-year-old kid into like Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Two. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, you should not. Well. You should not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't tell me how to raise my kids. <laughs> The ESRB probably does not recommend it. But as far as the Switch is concerned, uh, you know, apparently you might be able to play some Call of Duty on a Nintendo console relatively soon. So parents are going to have to figure that out. That's true. Yep. Was that this week? That was this week. This is how long this week is. Is that in our show notes? In fact, it was such a long, crazy week that I actually forgot to even put that in the run of show. So yeah, just a quick little. Activision is going to support. Uh, Call of Duty on Nintendo Switch. They have a 10-year plan, but then the FTC sued to block the acquisition, and it's just a whole thing. Yeah, this it's, is what happens uh, when cat leaves. <laughs> I should be in charge of news when cat's gone. And I, just I wonder if the Call well, of Duty on Nintendo will, will that be a cloud version? It has uh, to be, right? I don't know. I think there's like different possibilities. So Washington Post. Sorry, we're just. I'm just talking about this now. I'm sorry, Seth. Uh, no, it's totally fine. Like that's. <laughs> it was it was mentioned during the game awards the the game Call of Duty so it's it's app yeah sure <laughs> so Washington Post did a really good article uh, interview about this uh, about sort of what was happening here and uh, it sound I don't have it in front of me but what it sounds like is the plan it's gonna like like Phil Spencer's admitted it's gonna take some time to get Call of Duty on Switch if this deal goes through like like these things take work they're not like they can't they can't actively be doing it right now because they don't haven't acquired Activision Blizzard yet uh, and so it's going to take some development time this is not going to happen like next year uh, he indicated that he really wants it's, it's like the, they're targeting the Nintendo consoles generally and we know eventually there will be a new Nintendo console uh, wait he, what holy smokes breaking <laughs> never news. talked breaking about that news. on this podcast before uh, <laughs> we'll clip this out for social <laughs> um <laughs> And and so the but the, he wants the switch to be the first, and he said the long term plan is to get them up eventually once they get into the flow of it to the same cadence of annual releases. So there's a lot of wiggle room here, mm. right? Like it could be a cloud version. I think that's a really good suggestion. Uh, it could also be the very first one could honestly be like a, a downscale version a of whatever. Call of Duty. Kind of yeah. yeah. I mean they've done that before. Like there were yeah. Call there were Call of Duty games on the DS yeah. for some reason. Yeah. Um, on the GBA. In, in name only there were Call of Duty games. Or like yeah. yeah. Or like yeah. I hate to reference this, but but EA's sports titles. I'm not a big sports title person. Cat's not here. Uh, but th- like like EA puts sports games on the Switch and they're like 
worse Bad, somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, somehow the same game year after year after year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it, it could be like something like that, or it could be a port of something, or it could be like just Warzone. Like there, there's versions of that. I do think, again, if the deal goes through, by the time we get to the next Switch console, there will be potentially something going on there where they're like, okay, we can now put roughly the same Call of Duty that we are releasing on all the other consoles also on the Switch. Like, I'm sure that's something they will work on and, and work toward. Mm. Uh, but I, I think the thing, a lot of people were freaking out, like, oh, and Sony even freaked out. Sony was like, oh, the technology isn't there. They can't get Call of Duty on the Switch. Microsoft <laughs> can absolutely get Call of Duty on the Switch. Yeah. Can they yeah. get it looking exactly like whatever the next new release is on all the other consoles at the same time? No. But they can put Call of Duty on the Switch, whether we like it or not. Mm. Yeah. So, Yeah. I, I know we have a, a, a bunch of bus simulator fans uh, watching and listening. <laughs> what? I I'm a, legitimately love bus. Simulator. I love bus simulator <laughs> as well. I almost said two, but there's no sequel. Well, there's twenty. There's two one twenty one. Anyway, that's so sad. Yeah, uh, there's bus simulator. So bus simulator twenty one played on PS4 on my PS5, but it's for PS4. But they just released bus simulator for Nintendo Switch, and it's called City Ride, and it's essentially a port of their mobile game. Which, no way. Yeah, it, this is this came out like a month ago, and unfortunately, it suffers from the Switch tax, where this mobile game is four ninety nine, oh. and this same exact game on Switch is like twenty nine ninety nine. Mm. Which, womp, womp. like, come on, Doug Bowser, let's let's talk. Uh, I know you're watching, uh, and he's, here in LA uh, right he's in now. LA somewhere. Yeah, Doug yeah. Bowser is is right off camera. He's he's yeah. He's... I walked past him a couple times. He's around. Really? I mean, he's not in the office right now, but yeah. I no, saw well, him oh, him you saw him at the Game Awards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was the guy behind you, freaked out about Bayonetta. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, this isn't it. Why did I prove this? Um, but uh, but I'm wondering because I our coworker Ben, he's played Call of Duty like the mobile games, and he said they're really good. Like they're obviously made for touch screen, yeah. but. Yeah. That could be a Switch possibility, like doing what mm, Bus Simulator yeah. did for City Ride, really point, yeah. which is like very clear. They're very obviously like this is not this is not. It's not even that it's scaled down. It's a completely different game, but yeah. it's still the same brand. Yeah. It's exactly. still Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> really, I mean, really good point. there's the PUBG Mobile, which mm. is vastly more successful than PUBG itself. A enormously successful game that nobody talks about anymore. But yeah, uh, my personal uh, hope, and I'm just gonna like. Shout out to Bobby Kotick right now. Uh, remember <laughs> that Call of Duty 2 on Xbox 360? That was so good. You should just bring that to Switch. It wouldn't even be that hard. They made uh, a Call of Duty 2? Yeah. Call of Duty 2 <laughs> for Xbox 360. It was, like, you know Call what? of Let's Duty stop. 2 was the game that sold me on Xbox 360. I saw it at a kiosk on the uh, 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 Davis Monthan Air Force Base Exchange and I played it, and uh, one of the guys got shot, and his helmet came off. And he was looking for his helmet. And I was like, well, this is the realest thing I've ever seen in my life. You <laughs> never get realer than this. And I bought it Xbox 360. So bring that one back. It was really good. Call of Duty 2. Wow. Shout out on the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, we should get Phil that. Spencer on the horn. I, f I feel like he would love that story. He is also in yeah. town. <laughs> really? Yeah, Phil Spencer, Doug Bowser, and they're Bobby all Kotick are all right behind camera. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they are actually uh, actually they're having uh, barbecue with Hideo Kojima right now. Mm. Oh my gosh! Crazy. I believe it. Mm -hmm. And the entire uh, L.A. Lakers basketball team. <laughs> yeah, Ron weird. James, everybody else. Weird, weird other Game Awards anecdote. I was at the the hotel bar uh, two nights ago before the Game Awards, and I was tired, and I left, and I opened up my Twitter. Uh, when I got back to my hotel room and literally five minutes after I left, um, another person had tweeted, just saw Kojima at the hotel bar. Oh, oh. <sighs> Why did have I, I told my E3 2018, the one and only E3 I've ever been to story about Kojima? Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, no, you oh, haven't. No. You should, you should oh, tell us. I don't know it. Uh, 
he uh yeah we were at the fig the hotel that we were uh and uh there's like a youtube gaming party and someone's like oh hey look it's kojima and i looked and i was like oh my god and i was going for my phone i had a really crappy old iphone and uh, i was like mr kojima and i tried to take his picture and he looked at me and he went and he kept on walking and that gets me through some hard times i'm feeling low I think about the time that uh, Hideo Kojima smiled and pointed at me. You're blessed. I love, yeah. And then Kojima yeah. did this to you, and then your helmet flew off, and you were looking <laughs> for <laughs> it. And you were like, <laughs> yeah, that's actually. It's funny Kojima because I should have known that he was coming around the corner because my friend had an exclamation point appear over his head. <laughs> There's like an alternate timeline version of you out there somewhere who that didn't happen to, mm. uh, and everything up to that point was the same. But from that point on, that alternate version of you was just sad and miserable. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Bad yeah. luck. Oh, it. <laughs> It was like, uh, you know, in The Wizard of Oz, when she lands in Oz, and mm -hmm. it goes from black and white to color? It's like That's that, what yeah. It was like. <laughs> yeah. It was your life. It was like that. <laughs> yep. Oh. And, then, uh, and then I looked, and my house was on top of a lady. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. This year, I decided I actually wanted to, like, follow hockey a little bit more than just the most casual of casuals. So I subscribed to a service that streams all of the NHL to your television uh the boston bruins home opener i went to watch it and boom blackout restrictions apply which i thought was kind of ridiculous because i'm still 200 miles away from boston but whatever had i had nordvpn that wouldn't have been a problem i would have just gone in changed my settings to another geographic area and boom i could have been watching all the boston bruins home games like it was nothing at all so now I have NordVPN, and I can watch the home games of my local teams streaming without being frustrated. It's the same thing with, like, Netflix. It has all these complicated licensing rules, which from one country to another don't really make sense. So something you could watch on South Korean Netflix, you won't be able to watch on the United States Netflix unless NordVPN, boom, switch to South Korea, and you're watching whatever Korean drama that you want I highly recommend you do that. I haven't done it myself, but people seem to enjoy them. And who am I to try to bring down people's enjoyment? Uh, NordVPN, more than just entertainment and sports availability, it's going to protect you, especially when you're traveling, when you're using public Wi-Fi. People are trying to get in there. They're creeping on you. Bad actors, people trying to steal your password, your bank account details. Who knows what the government's doing these days? I can't keep track. They're all over the damn place. NordVPN... It's going to protect you. It's going to protect up to six devices because I know you have at least that many devices in front of you right now that can hook up to the internet. Boom. Fastest VPN in the world. You're not going to get any buffering. You're not going to get any lagging. Uh, it's going to stop your ISP from bandwidth throttling, which they do. That's kind of sneaky, especially how much you're paying those guys. There's threat protection to protect you from viruses and malicious malware and whatever else. Uh, um unsavory actors are out there. If you want to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com slash NintendoVC. That's nordvpn.com slash NintendoVC. Victor Charlie. Uh, that link is also going to give you four extra months on the two-year plan. There is no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. That's nice of them, and I appreciate that. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, 
Coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hey, let's talk about not family movies. Let's talk about the best family game, Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Mm-hmm. One best family game. Mm-hmm. I'm just happy the Kirby and the Forgotten Land was not forgotten about. Mm-hmm. Um, best nice. family game. Sure. No, well, I'll take it. Actually, it I'll take it. it yeah, it so I, it. I actually have a cool little thing about that. Uh, I keep bringing up our, oh, our, our good coworker Ben. I so I love Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Um, I've never Wonderful. really. I think I. I think the last Kirby game I played was like Kirby sixty four, the Crystal Shards, like on the N sixty four. You can oh, wow. play it on the online expansion pack now. Uh, but uh, I love it. It's so fun. So I know everyone's like, oh, it's too easy. Like even on like wild mode, but. Who doesn't love an easy game? Who thought that game was easy? Yeah. Did uh, they get to the final bosses? What? Well, uh, so I'm not there yet. But I'm in the <laughs> second. I'm in the beach area. I love that game, and I love that it's a family game. But um, I bring up my coworker Ben, uh, who's also on the social team with me. He started playing it, um, and he has a daughter, um, and. Mm-hmm. That, by definition, is a family, and they yeah, love that true. game because uh, she is, I think, three and a half or four, and she's obsessed oh. with Waddle Dee. <gasps> they, That's oh. so cute. He's, and so, you know, you can play as Waddle Dee, and it's kind of, you know, like kind of following in the same screen, and she loves it. What a, what a, imagine, like, just like when she's older, she's like, I remember Kirby the Land was yeah. like my game growing up, and that is so exciting, and I, and I am playing it with the same joy as ben's four-year-old daughter <laughs> where yeah. i'm just like this game is so fun and i love kirby and like this is who can hate this game yes i'm so like every game that came because that, that came out in what like february march this year yeah, no it was, it was like yeah. august right no it was early it was no, early. no 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 it was yeah it was it was it was like, like yeah it was yeah it was march i remember there's there was no like way a, it was in august yeah Time i don't know yeah no. i forgot yeah i don't know what year it is anymore <laughs> Time but has lost all meaning. i remember i remember um at um universal studios hollywood here they had a huge kirby event where you could go and take pictures with kirby and they had the kirby car like the life-size one oh. and it was like it felt like oh. e3 but outside life. yeah oh it was oh it was so great um and uh yeah, that I'm always so like. I mean, I guess Elden Ring was, you know, well loved, but like games that come out so <laughs> early are forgotten by the end of the year. Yeah. And so I'm like really happy that Kirby, that it's just like, hey, Nintendo just came up with a full blown new Kirby game and we were really excited about it and it's great. And I'm glad that it won Best Family Game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I played it with my fiance. I also mm-hmm. played as Waddle Dee. Uh, I'm a big All, Waddle Dee. That D fan. also counts as a family. Yeah, it it does. Yes. You guys make mm-hmm. me look like mm-hmm. fools. <laughs> I played it alone. Um, and I guess that is really Thank the you. only thing that cannot be defined as a family. Um, right. But even alone, you know what? Yourself, you, it's great. You were oh, so excited you. when you found out Kirby didn't have a multiplayer online mode. <laughs> <laughs> no, Kirby's great. Love it. <laughs> yeah. And it's nice that that game was recognized yeah. uh, with the best family game. Uh, Bayonetta 3, also recognized for best action game. Mm-hmm. I wanted to point out that of the games on that list, Bayonetta was probably the only one that is technically an action game. The other ones just are games that have action segments in mm-hmm. them, <laughs> like Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. I don't yeah. really consider that an action game so much. But yeah, Bayonetta 3... Good, good on you. Uh, I like I said, I haven't finished it. I do like it. I do need to go back to it. It's not grabbing me in the same way. Bayonetta two instantly like mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. grabbed me, and Bayonetta three didn't get its hooks into me or its heels. <laughs> uh, still, it has lodged into you. Yeah, I but Bayonetta three. I'm glad it's also getting its laurels. I think it's an amazing game. I. I, this year, I think, has been a very interesting year for Nintendo because now that we're at the end of it, 
we have sort of seen this full picture and it's been filled with a bunch of amazing games. Like, no, there was not like a triple A Mario or Zelda or Metroid, but like front <laughs> to back, like you've got Kirby, you've got Bayonetta. Uh, there was a Pokemon game, which you know, there two sure Pokemon was. Xenoblade. Let's not Three. forget that. Oh, Xenoblade. Oh, amazing oh, RPG see, there. So like it's Splatoon 3. Like it was really just packed. I, yeah. there, N- Nintendo Great had year. more games than either of the two uh, major yeah. publishing competitors by a massive margin. And most of those games were great. So mm-hmm. I think, you know, sometimes it's it's easy to dismiss a year of Nintendo without Mario or Zelda in it. But like this was a pretty great year. Yeah, yeah. it's all right. And yeah. congrats to Doug Bowser, who, again, is right off camera <laughs> right, yeah. of our podcast. The Bowser yes. himself. I will say regarding yep. Bayonetta, like being the only action game, like I feel, I feel like I could do a whole, like two hour podcast about why video game genres have gotten very weird. Uh, shout out to Live Alive, mm-hmm. one of the best mm-hmm. games I played this year that was in up for best RPG against Elden Ring, mm-hmm. a Wait, game that it is nothing like at all. But obviously, Elden Ring was going to win. Mm. Uh, genres hard Who voted for these games <laughs> we have like these categories that we've been using for so long and no like nobody's in charge like there's no there's no governing body of genre mm. categories who gets to say okay we're not using rp like rpg now means this and action means this and we're not using yeah. these things anymore like sifu was in there for fighting game yeah, and, sifu, and it's like there's fighting in it yeah but that, that's <laughs> yeah. not what a fighting game is there's no like governing body over this stuff i really i really loved right. um one of the categories was best uh sports or racing game which is funny because it's like that's a weird line to draw. Right, like, it's yeah. the category that's tailor-made made for Forza on Forza years, <laughs> yeah. but when there's not one of those... It goes to Gran Turismo. <laughs> yeah, like, what do you do about that? Or, uh, like, Immortality, which is, again, like, one of the best games of this year. What genre category does that get nominated in? Yeah, it's yeah. a puzzle game? And you, can't, mm-hmm. you can't call it an indie because it's published by... Uh, it's a, Wait, who, who publishes Immortal? It's developed by Half Mermaid. Who okay, did publish maybe, that? Maybe, I guess, maybe published? I guess maybe it does count as an indie game. But, yeah, but it but also doesn't... Yeah, genre, I don't know. Like, you know. What do you do with these things? Yeah. What even is an indie? Can I just ask, uh, what is Half a Mermaid? Because a mermaid's it's just half a fish human, or a human, fish. depending on which side you're slicing. You will have... Okay. Well, I, I interviewed Sam Barlow like not two hours ago from this office, and I did not ask him that question. Mm. So I'm sorry. When you eventually read that, when it goes up, you will not have the answer to what a Half Mermaid is. Oh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Wow. Ah, it's fine. I didn't want to have to sleep tonight. <laughs> plagued with the thoughts of what a half mermaid is. It's one of those great philosophical questions of our time. No, it's not. Let's talk about Tears of the Kingdom. Mm. That is a and the lack game the lack thereof. Congrats to the award winning. Well, the, Tears yeah, of the, the lack. I think uh, there were a lot of rumors and expectations that Nintendo was going to blow this out. Nintendo has never blown out. No, the game. it's they true. Don't even You're do right. E3. They do a direct. You're so, right. Uh, but Tears of the Kingdom won an award for most anticipated game, which, like, obviously, I like, think who's not I th- excited? I, I should for, have looked uh, this up, but I think this is the fourth year that this game has won this award. Uh, it is at very least no one. Fact of, checker Jeffrey. It has at least. Right. It has the. Is the at the very least, it won it last year as just look up game untitled sequel to Breath, most Breath of the Wild. And see what it was. Um, I think Elden Ring won actually, not that long. Did it really? Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I could be wrong yes. There. But it has definitely won this before. At some point in yes. time, this game as yeah. when the it was untitled Breath sequel to Breath of the Wild, the Wild yeah. Too, yeah. Yeah. has won. And right. so it's just like it's funny. And I obviously I don't blame them for how long they're taking because I want the best game that they can make. Yes. 
I do oh God, kind of so fault them for announcing it when they did, because it's been like four years now. So, uh, well, Metroid Prime Four called, <laughs> Pikmin Four called. They would like a word. I think it was, was uh, that the same year. The I don't remember COVID nineteen called. No. I think yeah, that right. might have. Uh, That's because, true. as I understand it, you know, work from home for Nintendo was not even a thing that they'd ever like very true yeah yeah wasn't even in their their vocabulary like yeah the the development kits are like bolted to the desks mm. at the nintendo headquarters and you have to pass uh a series of riddles <laughs> each more diabolical than the last in order to gain access to your workstation every day so um i think yeah what I will also, say about Metroid Prime Four was yeah. announced, I think, in 2017, which was very. It was. Important. It was okay. announced. And, yeah, and yeah. Pikmin the Four, which was Pikmin Four, uh, was even before new. that. Like it was like 20. I don't know. It was like 2014 or something. Honestly, just like sort of like an offhanded sort of like. It was oh, like, yeah, oh yeah, we're, we're working this. on the next Pikmin game, yeah. and then everyone, yeah, but yeah, but yeah. But but with Tears of the Kingdom, this might sound weird because it's my most anticipated game. Breath of the Wild is my favorite game of all time. I'm kind of glad it didn't show up at the Game Awards because the next time mm. we see this game, I want it to be a blowout. I want it to be yeah. Oh, like, yeah. a huge deep dive. We see like about as much as we saw Breath of the Wild when they showed it off at E3 2016. Oh, like I, I want yeah. to see a huge amount because if I see another like minute long trailer of this game, I'm going to lose my mind. It, <laughs> this is all we've gotten. And it's just like, it's just been strung yeah. along. And it's just like, I, I don't really, I, I can only watch Link, you know, swan dive so many times <laughs> without actually knowing zone. what this game is. You know what I mean? Right, so yeah. I, I just want this big blowout. So I'm fine that I didn't see it last night, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we'll get it. I mean, we had that like big Splatoon 3 dive. For sure. Like, no, yeah, absolutely. They do and for... we've only got five months until this game comes out. Yeah, so. it's, it, but it's interesting. Oh it's my God, be... that's so crazy. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> it's going to have to be like oh. a Nintendo specific thing, right? Because it's before E3. It comes out yeah. like, right before yeah. E3. Yeah. And so there's not, I'm yeah. sure they will do a big blowout like E3 booth, mm -hmm. that whatever yeah. this, mm -hmm. this weird monster that E3 is going to be yeah. is. Uh, but oh the God. game will already so be out excited. at that point. Yeah. And so, like, what what form does that take? They're not gonna. I, I assume they're not gonna do it at like PAX East or something. Yeah, um, I mean, it might just be online only. It might just, just do, be a direct. Yeah, just but, do direct. Mm. And, and, and that's a little bit of a bummer because that it's year, uh, 2016, when they like basically only focused on Breath of the Wild, oh. I loved that E3. And I I was at home. I had taken time off work, and I was just doing this. And I went to every different publication's videos, mm -hmm. and they all had the same like 20 minutes or whatever that they were allowed to go around the Great Plateau and do whatever they could. And everyone did something different. Yeah. And that's what like just shocked me so much about Breath of the Wild. And so finally, like getting that sort of like that's when you understood what that game was. And so that's why I want to blow out because I want to understand exactly what this game is, what makes it different from Breath of the Wild, what makes yeah. it special. And so far, you know, we've gotten sky stuff. That's great. We've gotten a few cool like items and things. And we've got like the reverse time, whatever is going on. I still don't exactly know what makes this game different. And so that's what I want. Yeah, I'm looking forward to what is inevitably going to be a very, uh, what am I trying to say? I think it's going to happen soon. It's not going to happen this month, but I think I bet January we get a big like Tears of the Kingdom blowout. Mm. And uh, I don't know about you all, 
there'll be some tears from these eyes. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm a big right weepy baby. I like I like cried at the the one you know the one Breath of the Wild trailer that was like oh 27. You know oh, you know when, the one. When, I don't when even the need to describe it. Kicked in. Oh yeah, you yeah. Mean the greatest trailer of all time. Yeah, yeah. Like there's that one specific <laughs> one, and then like the music changes. I just I got yeah I yeah. I can't. I it can't gets me every together. single time. Oh. I know it's gonna happen. I've probably seen that trailer like oh, 20 it's times. Great. Oh yeah. I genuinely tear up every single time. I downloaded I ripped the file and just have it locally on my computer. So good. Oh, my. Remember thinking, like, there's no way that that can be the game. Like, that has to be a cutscene. Oh, my God, it's real. It just mm. goes on forever. I hope that's what happens with the most anticipated game, according to the Game Awards. Um, it's also just like, the, who's who's not excited for Tears of the Kingdom? I don't want to know you if you're not. I don't, <laughs> if you're in the comments going trash yeah. about any Zelda game, turn the mirror towards yourself. <laughs> you say trash because that's probably what your soul is. But and really it wasn't excited. all game news we got a look a clip from the super mario brothers movie and every time i see something more i get more excited like my doubts i still have doubts but they're like so little now like look at this look at them Wow. It's so dense and it's beautiful, and like game. they nailed it, and it looks so good. And I don't even care that Mario looks weird and has a flat rear end now. Like he's <laughs> he just it's working for me, they, and I'm very excited. Yeah, he's excited. Oh, oh my god, Jeffrey, are you gonna do the red carpet for this? You're probably gonna do the red carpet. I hope so. I hope every red carpet mm. I've done for IGN has will lead up to the That's... Super Mario Brothers movie red carpet. You did Sonic. It's the closest mm-hmm. carpet that we've got. Yeah. So, so Sonic, yeah, we, IGN did host the Sonic 2 carpet. Uh, shout out. Uh, it's, you can't rewatch it now because it was a TikTok live. However, <laughs> Sonic 2 is the most successful video game adaptation of all time, movie wise. So <laughs> Mario's for now, yes. That, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Mario's, it's going to make a billion dollars. Mario. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Easily, I, easily. Man, yeah. I, I am just watching this footage starry eyed because, mm-hmm. like, it looks so good it's so that it's. Nice. A, I can't believe that it's taken 30 plus years to get this kind of movie. And, like, it's going to be. I'm going to see this multiple times in theaters. I'm going to yeah. buy this Blu ray. Like, this is <laughs> such a yeah. fun, like, it's going to be so good, and I'm still iffy on the voice acting of the main character, but it looks amazing. It looks so good, and I also love yeah. that, like, because there was also, like, a, a new TV spot during the Game Awards where, I mean, we kind of seen from the trailers now that Luigi is in danger, and I love that it's not Peach in danger. Yeah, yeah. I love that Princess Peach is going to be in the movie the whole Kicking time. You got her on her the Mario suit. Kart track suit. Yeah. She's going to kick butt. And it's just like, oh my god, yeah, like Luigi's in trouble. Like that's hilarious. Like, yeah, oh yeah, this is the the new spot. Like, oh, it looks so good. And it's just like, oh, just Peach and and Mario throughout the whole movie. Like, yes, we never get that in the games. No. We never get. I mean, there was Super Princess Peach for the DS, but you know, we don't talk about that game. Um, but it is a very <laughs> exciting thing to have uh, Princess Peach as a main character because Anya mm-hmm. Taylor is great. Yeah. 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 I'm excited. I yeah. love Toads. Mm. <laughs> I love the toads. I love Keegan Michael Key as Toad. Yep. That is the funniest thing I have ever heard of. Uh, I wish with all my heart he was trying to do a toad voice. Mm. I think that no matter what, whether he succeeded or failed, it would be very funny. Um, but my favorite thing about all, like, I'm so glad we got a toad trailer. I just want more toad. Uh, this is this is clearly like the 
the origin story of Captain Toad, right? Like, look mm-hmm. at this. Like, we're watching yeah. this trailer right now. Look at his backpack. Mm-hmm. Like, that is Captain Toad. He is going to, like, end this movie by putting on the little explorer jacket. <gasps> Post-credit scene. Because he's got his... That's the whole thing about Captain Toad. He has oh, his heavy backpack. Did you notice so the, jump. the little Mario Maker uh, hard hats on some of the Toads? Yeah. yeah I'm, honestly, like, all of this, so this whole thing... It's so dense detail. It's crazy. Like, I'm sure yeah. we're yeah, watching, like, a breakdown of this, right? Like, something that's something we do here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> probably. I don't know. Uh, but, but there's so many, like, little things things just like you watch this over and over and be like oh that's from that and that's from that oh look at that and yeah and the slapstick comedy oh my gosh i mm, yeah i i can't believe they nailed this yeah how yeah why mm-hmm. this should not have worked mm-hmm. also love in the first trailer you're talking about keegan michael key as toad's voice but i love that the other toads just sound like a baby yeah but then like the main captain toad is keegan michael key ready for adventure <laughs> i can't do it no, that was actually really good. It so, was not. I feel like we don't don't we butter flew me up. Past that, that was really good. Don't butter me up. I can't. I also like was yelling through a mask at Game Awards stuff last night all night. So and I, and my voice is not. That's great. fair. That's fine. I also love. Uh, we did a TikTok breakout of uh, the Mario. The headline that we wrote as the sticker was uh, the Mario movie shows what really happens in the pipes, and it's Mario just getting his bell rung as he's hit. <laughs> back and forth inside a pipe, and we just assume it's graceful, but it is not. No, he's concussed. Yeah. We also, yeah. not to harp on the Toad thing, but Keegan Michael Key weighing in on Toad's head versus hat debate. Yeah. yeah. But not actually coming to a conclusion on which it was. Yeah. Because a cap is both. Yes. Yeah, a cap we is said both. cap, and I was like, oh, are we going to get a cappy reference maybe from Super Mario Odyssey? Oh, but then, no. But then it's like, but then there's the internet slang, like, you know, cap when it's like not true. What? Mm-hmm. Come on, you guys are on the internet. You no. guys are on the internet right now watching Never this. No. No, that's sound right. <laughs> that's fair. Um, ever, all the comments are gonna be like cap. <laughs> no, I'm gonna. I'll comment it. But okay. but yeah, like comment. like the, the head hat. Take the mushroom hat. Yeah. Yeah, I love everything. Will I, we I'm see so Toad without so a hat happy. in the movie? <laughs> Bald. Toad. I liked uh, the, the the antique store and everything mm. was eight bit. Yeah. That was cute. Yeah. yeah. Very yeah. Cute. It reminds me selling him like, a warp flute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it felt like a like a little landed Mario Party where it's like, oh, I got to spend five coins here and get yeah. a, a warp to the star. Wow, so good! I'm so excited for this movie. I thought, no way, I had no faith whatsoever no, that it was gonna be good, and I was way off because it looks like it's gonna be so good. It's gonna be so awesome. Yeah, this is absolutely April seventh. I will be there. Yeah, uh, yeah, in in line at my local theater if it's still open by mm-hmm. then. But mm-hmm. that was. The new movie clip shown, the Game Awards, last night. You can check it out on IGN.com. In fact, you should check it out only on IGN. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the YouTube or the, the 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 website or the TikToks or the Twitters or the face uh, Just wherever wherever we are, that's where you are too. Yeah. Because we care about you. Yeah. But. I will say also, like, really quick about the Mario movie is that it after that first big trailer came out with, like, the Mario Kart reveal at the end with Rainbow Road... It really made me want to play a Mario game. Like I, I, I blew the dust yes. on the 3D All Stars, and I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start Super Mario Galaxy. They gotta be doing a game, Something. a Mario yeah. game that, next that year. That was There's gonna be my question. No way. Oh, sorry, Seth. Like, <laughs> what's the over under? Like, what are we thinking here? We're, we're getting a Mario game this year. But right? they have so to be. little time between now and then. Yeah, they would have announced something by now. Uh, I will say, they, I don't think, uh, I don't think Nintendo has to do anything. They <laughs> and they won't. I mean. <laughs> The NPDs came out, and Nintendo Switch was still the best buy unit selling console for the month of November, in yeah. spite of the fact that we you can just get a 
PlayStation Five now. You could just get one. Yeah, get one. yeah. You can. But it would be yeah, fun. Nintendo if they, doesn't have to do anything. They do. They, I mean, they have Odyssey. For my money, I, I genuinely think it's the best Mario game ever made. Agreed. Yeah, uh, you're correct. It is. That's wonderful. the right opinion. And so, frankly, you know, if they just want to promote Odyssey again six years after it came out, alongside this movie. I guess Odyssey would probably get a little bit of bump in sales. I would prefer having a new game. It's been <laughs> close to six years. Actually, it's been six years, like as of this. Oh, yeah, I think it's like years. five. Yeah, six, five, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's it's been a minute. Five, yeah, because um, for 2017, you're right. But we might see um, New Donk City in the movie. I mean, Pauline is in the trailer. Pauline's obviously the mayor of New Donk City. Pauline was in the trailer. Yeah, she was. She was in the background yeah. talking to somebody. That's, That's how rules. rich in detail these trailers. Are. Yeah, that rules. yeah. Diddy yeah. Kong, like ever. Diddy and Dixie Funky. are in the trailer. Yeah, so yeah. If they wanted yeah. to, like, there's obviously plenty of Mario games you can play on the Switch right now. Um, no, I bet they have something, even if mm-hmm. it's just like a port of an older mm-hmm. Mario, because they did the collection of the 3D oh, ones. They'll finally bring. bring something. Mario Don't give them any ideas. To, to yeah, something. Um, but yeah. I, I, I would be shocked because they do, they do a new Mario game every year, um, generally ish mm. even though sometimes it's like like a port or like a collection or like a like a spin-off like a mario maker kind of thing um i like do right like the last one was uh mario super mario 3d world plus bowser's fury, fury. Yes. Thank, thank you uh, and that came out in what december of 2021 yeah so mm. no we're coming back around like like it's they're exactly. up they can't just not mario yeah um but but we also because that was that was ter- it was it was like what like a like a port plus extra content mm-hmm. but before that we had the the collection uh all 3d all-stars yeah. uh and then before that i think it was also like was it a port before that it was like new super mario brothers or something yeah or it's s- been like deluxe. we haven't had like a new 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 mario game in a hot minute yeah. and so it's like time on the cycle and doesn't have to do anything but mm-hmm. they they kind of they should, right? Yeah. Like, that's like, I, I will yeah. say, and this is because Doug Bowser, again, I know you're watching. Right there, yeah, hey. One of the waves, right one of the waves for the Mario Kart Booster Pass, it's got to be the level from the trailer, from the movie. I mean, that would be so It has cool. to. There's a it's new. Like Mario movie, it's Rainbow clearly, Road, yeah. it's clearly Rainbow, Rainbow Road. Road. Yeah. So yeah. it's yeah. like a Mario movie, movie Rainbow Road. They're, so they're cool. building the track in the movie. Yeah. They got to, mm-hmm. they have to. That, that would. Even, like, I feel like that's almost bare minimum. Like, okay, mm-hmm. Nintendo's not making a Mario game right now because they're busy with everything else. But you can make a DLC Mario track and everyone will lose their minds. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And we, just just because it's new, uh, a bunch of us at the office uh, the other day, we broke out the Switch and played the eight new courses from, is it Wave 3 or Wave 4? It's Wave 3. Wave 3? Yeah. Wave 3, uh, yep. And it's just a heck of a lot of fun. The yeah. craziest thing, though, is, so Mario Kart Tour, I never played it, so every time one of these tour tracks shows up, I'm excited because it's brand new to me. Um, the Berlin one, they have the Berlin Wall, and Thwomp just comes out of the Berlin Wall, and it's just like, what? what is going on? All Who right. made this decision to like incorporate like such a <laughs> deep part of history into this into Mario Kart? Mario Kart, Kart yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, is the uh, is the new thing out where you can set, you can like pick items on yes. courses, and it does it automatically, like before you enter, like you, oh, it's like character that. select, like cart select, whatever, and then I think that's the next. Thing. How was uh, Baby Park with green shells only 200 CC? <laughs> uh, we did not do that. Because, Why not? <laughs> um, I guess we don't like to thrive on chaos. Oh, got <laughs> yeah. it. But uh, mm. I am I am a lover of that 
course. I, yes. I, I absolutely love Baby. Is it Baby Park? Is ba- that the name? I think it is Baby Park. Baby yeah. Park. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. I, I basically just drift and I don't stop drifting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, you never yeah. do the boost. You're no. always drifting. No, yeah, I'm, just, I'm just fully charged the entire time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think in our RGN article, we, we embedded a tweet that was like baby park, but it was like only blue shells. Yeah. And it was just chaos. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It was oh. very good. It's good. It's a nightmare. Man, mm. Maple Treeway, wow. though. Maple Treeway is still beautiful. I still it's lovely. I, I hearken back to the days of yore of summer of 2008 when Mario Kart Wii came out. Mm. And we got that Wii wheel. And I played Maple Treeway online. When you could play, I mean, you could do it in deluxe, but like playing online with someone else locally and both of you going online. That was man. That mm. the, I love Mario Kart. I love video games. Yeah, God, really good. I'll say it. Video I'll say games, really good. Man. Video games. I love video games. Yeah. I'm sorry. I think this Mario Kart thing's gonna gonna catch on. I think yeah. Nintendo's gonna do all. I think it's a million seller. Yeah. Uh, just that's, a million. Just just one. Right <laughs> <laughs> just one. I think they'll I think they'll sell a million copies easily. It's gonna at go least. gold at least. Or no, that's five hundred. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Hey Reb. Hey, what's up? I heard you did some cooking. I did. Uh, so I mentioned uh, last week, was it last week? Time has no meaning. Uh, that I was doing a, a fu- I, so I cook video game and apparently pop culture foods very frequently. And so I have been invited to talk about my cooking exploits. Uh, and last weekend I did a Lord of the Rings. Uh, we ate through the Lord of the Rings. There's this blog post out there. You can search it called There and Snack Again, <gasps> a guide to eating through the Lord of the Rings. Uh, and it is the extended editions. Uh, so like 11 and a half hours of movies. Uh, and Oof. we watched them all the way through and the rule is that if a character on the screen is eating you are eating the same thing with them mm. uh, we did play by vegetarian rules because uh, we have vegetarians mm. in the room okay. so. so meat was not back on the menu well, it was Very and it nice. wasn't. Uh, so uh, I made some fun compromises. So uh, the, the the there's like small things, right? Like there's you know biting an apple or like uh, there's like a carrot at one point that is eaten. Uh, there's like a cheese board. So they're very like easy things. Oh, you're to eating do. the exact one to one like yeah. with vegetarian rules. Like you're generally. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a. It's a marathon, so you can't eat as much, right. but you do your best. Uh, so it opens, like, the very first thing that's eaten is Bilbo is eating cake. When Gandalf has that, no, just tea, thank you, thing. Bilbo's eating cake. Uh, so I did a, a cake that was... Uh, it had lavender syrup in it, and then it had blackberry uh, jam and cream cheese. It was like a very Hobbit cake. That sounds um, amazing. It, it didn't look incredible. pretty, but it tasted delicious because uh, I, I, it fell apart when I was decorating it. Uh, so that was that. And then I made lembas bread uh, off a recipe I found mm, online, yes. which had like honey and cinnamon in it. It was very good. It was really like, oh. scone consistency. So we had a lot of lembas bread. Um, and then kind of the centerpieces were uh, the looks like meats back on the menu boys line, um, <laughs> which the blog points out uh, orcs having a concept of what a menu is. is like a very mm-hmm. funny idea. Like yeah. what, what restaurant? Have, restaurant? Yeah. What's what was happening here? Uh, but I did, um, <laughs> I did vegetarian, like, like plant based ground beef equivalent. So, so it looks like meat. Yeah. yeah. So I made, I made meatballs. So they were like beyond uh, meats back on the meat. menu boys. And then I put them in a crock Impossible. pot with like a bunch of barbecue sauce kind of like tomato-y oh, and did yes. like crock pot meatballs. Yeah. Uh, so it was like, it was like kind of bloody and messy like yeah. you're yeah. being disgusting in that nice. moment. Yeah. Um, and then I did <laughs> for, uh, 
for the rabbit stew, mm-hmm. I just made a potato soup, mm-hmm. uh, like homemade on the stove. Potatoes. Really potatoes, yeah. Um, and then the other Coney. one. Coney. I've never watched these movies before. That's not. Oh, that's okay. But I mean, these are the key <laughs> that's moments. That's amazing. You're getting everything perfectly correct. Right, but all the moments that you remember are based around food, right? Yeah, like yeah. they're big food moments. Um, and so then the other one is in Return of the King, the scene where Denethor is like disgustingly eating oh, that chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, while the song is going on, it's very sad. He's like you know eating these cherries and the worst and, like, like grape you've ever yeah, seen it's, like, disgusting yeah. <laughs> uh so i i didn't know what to do about this because there's not he's just literally eating like a whole chicken it's not there's not a good equivalent to that so i was sitting around and uh former nbc regular tom marks saved this meal uh because tom marks is very good at food um he yes. recommended that uh the point was not to one-to-one the chicken mm-hmm. the point is to convey the spirit of this disgusting eating Mm -hmm. and so he suggested making corn ribs which is like corn on the cob and you do like a base of sort of i think it was like paprika salt and pepper like some other things uh so it's like Mm -hmm. this kind of red barbecue saucy type uh base and then bake them in the oven so everyone's like got these baked uh corn on the cobs that have kind of curled into like a shape like ribs and then you eat them and you eat eat them like ribs like eating corn like ribs yeah basically that sounds incredible i am Um, very hungry yeah i am too i haven't had lunch yet we're recording this at like noon I will say one criticism with the movies, even with the extended version uh, of the movies, no Tom Bombadil pickles. Oh my gosh. Mm. Thank you, Seth. We're kindred spirits. I I am like the one person in the world that wants there to be Tom Bombadil in these movies. Mm. I understand why he's not. I get it. Yes. I wish they had done an extended cut scene just for me. Mm -hmm. I love him. Radagast is in there for like three seconds, so bright I mean, blue. His jacket is, and his hat is yellow. Yeah. Tom Bombadil. He is. <laughs> Bombadil. Anyway, um, <laughs> I, I made up my own tune for the song. That's we never great. I believe that was it. Yeah, I would. I would trust yeah, that. Yeah, I'm worried that's going to be copyright uh, infringement on the video. Uh, no, 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 no. It's not. That's it's, how good. Uh, that's how good uh, your singing op- was. Open. Pittsburgh. What's the word I'm looking for now? Not open source. Uh, royalty free. Matter. Creative cop. Well, no, the uh, uh, their one, second game marathon words. sounded amazing, and I'm sad that I uh, actually no, I'm, I'm not sad that I missed it. I'm happy that you had a great time, and I saw some pictures that you shared online of it, and it looked like the funnest, like also nerdiest thing. So I respect the hell out of that. But now we need to move on to the segment known as the Meverse, and they all come running in here like they do on your nintendo week i'm using tilt controls hey, hey reb <laughs> there's something you really wanted to talk about this week <laughs> that's me again uh, for me verse i'm sorry i'm talking so much no, we love it. um yeah so i've been playing splatoon 3 which you talked about earlier and how much i love and uh i wanted to talk about how weird this community is uh so if you played splatoon you know that the the sort of square of the town uh has you can dr- make messages basically and you can draw uh you like write with on the wii u you could like draw on the the touchpad on the switch i think you can still use the touchpad but like you know it's really hard to draw uh some people have like programs that they run they can make very elaborate like anime images people do that but uh the thing about these these messages is that they are basically a social network unto themselves uh, with their own memes and their own jokes. And so you will go, if you've not been playing for a while and you go into Splatoon 3, you will walk in and everybody will be like, there's not, it's like, there's not a word for like tweeting. They're not tweeting, but they're, they're like messaging. They're, they're splat. Ting, I guess. They're tuning. About the, yeah, about yeah. the same thing. <laughs> and they're all like riffing on each other's jokes. But if you haven't been around, you don't understand that. So like a while ago, it was 
the, the, the thing to do was to start a sentence with full of and then finish it. So like, like full of something. And I don't remember where that came from or how that happened, but I just like saw that and that was a trend that was happening. So the more, re the most recent one, there might've been a new one by now. Cause I haven't played in a couple weeks cause been all doing all this, but like the last one I saw, uh, there's a creature that people are drawing. Mm. Uh, and I believe we can look at this creature and see what I'm talking about. But, uh, this is the creature, oh. <laughs> the animal. Mm. Um, and <laughs> I, I don't, <laughs> I've been trying to track down where this Wait came from. Everyone That's is Sam drawing. Claiborne's mustache. <laughs> Everyone is drawing this thing. <laughs> and there's no, there, if you're just walking in off out of nowhere there's no explanation as to what's going on here this I, is just all over splatoon this is what i imagine what the uh, corn ribs look like yeah a little bit uh, it's all things like like just like an animal people call him like an animal or a creature um the, I love uh, you've seen him. as best i can tell it got started by somebody some person who drew that and I, I believe wrote, I don't think it's in this collage, but it's this, they wrote something like, this is my animal or something. <laughs> and they, they, and then the, there's that. And I, it just got picked up because you can like upvote basically. And there's not really a system for seeing how many things, how many upvotes you got, but things that get upvoted a lot end up showing to more and more people. Uh, and so I assume somehow that caught on and now everyone is just drawing this guy. Mm. And I just wanted to make you all aware that this was happening because I, I just, you know, when Twitter eventually collapses uh, under the weight of everything, I hope that we either move to Elden Ring messages as our new social <laughs> network or this. Or this. This is the other acceptable, uh, this, this, this weird social network where you can draw and they immediately take down inappropriate content very quickly. That is, that is the Venn diagram between Elden Ring and Splatoon 3. <laughs> it is, really is. is this. Yeah, it, it's the weird, this weird thing where you are like, you have like a limitation imposed on you, right? So like Twitter had character limits, which is not, has, has character limits, which is not really the same thing. But like Elden Ring, you're limited to a certain vocabulary. And in Splatoon, you have a certain set amount of space and you can kind of draw. Uh, and that's what you can do. And for some reason, that just produces amazing humor mm. somehow mm. and creativity. Mm -hmm. So shout out to the Splatoon 3 community. I love that animal and I don't know why. I, and that, if you have a, a tattoo of that animal, please send it to at, at NBC Podcast on Twitter so and, we can see it. Well, please don't get a tattoo. Of that. <laughs> of that. That does remind me of the energy of the Elden Ring messages when everyone started playing Elden Ring and all the messages were just fort but night. Yeah. And it's just like, what are you saying? <laughs> and that is the same energy. It's just little little animal creature. Yeah, or putting dog next to turtles. Yeah. Wait, yes. or tortoises. Yes. Turtle. Because yes. I have seen, I remember, it's so funny that you showed us that because you're saying that like, you were saying that like there are very detailed, like very beautiful, like there's no way you drew this right. Right, yeah, they have like a program of some thing. kind. I don't know what it yeah. Because I remember when uh I was playing Splatoon two on like the day before Splatoon three came out and it was like all of them were just like someone drew like a picture of like Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad, like driving in the car screaming. I was like, We'll see you in Splatoon three, like <laughs> yeah. they, like Splatoon two, like good night, sweet prince, like everyone is just the most detailed thing. And then I love logging into Splatoon three and just seeing 
animal. Yeah. Which is <laughs> so funny. Yeah, it's, it's honestly a, an improvement because I see all those really complicated drawings. And if you don't understand that people are using like a machine to do it, you're like, oh God, why am I here? I can't draw it. But anybody can draw this. Yeah. I actually, yeah. I, I wasn't sure if we were going to be able to show this. And so my, my backup option was uh, to be given a piece of paper and a pen and I was going to draw it for you <laughs> because who can't, everyone can draw that. And for listeners, the best way I can describe oh, it is right. like yeah, lo-fi podcast. anteater with all four yeah. legs staggered. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like a kid drawing any kind of dog or cat. That's yeah. what it looks like. It's got yeah. kind of like a long, longer head, and then four legs, and then a little tail on the end. But it's just lumpy. Yeah. If you, I mean, if you're trying to find, I'm sorry, I forgot this was an audio podcast. Also, uh, if it you're trying, it looks try- like a comb. <laughs> It does look like a comb. Yeah, it does. Like comb. But with an eye. It has an eye. Like, a, like either one or two dots for yeah. eyes, uh, <laughs> depending on which way it's facing, I guess. Um, but you can – I think if you go – how I looked this up, because I, I knew I wanted to talk about this, but I wanted to find some images. When I looked this up, I went to, like, the Splatoon subreddit, and I just searched for the word uh, animal. Uh, and that's <laughs> right up, right at the top. So that'll that'll get you there if you're just desperate to see what the stupid thing looks like. <laughs> wow, I love that. There's like a whole. It's crazy, like the upvote system. Like there is a whole algorithm in Splatoon. Like if you don't even know Splatoon, there's just like a whole bustling community there of is. like memes that only exist in that, and that's yeah. forever fascinating. <laughs> so yeah. great, yeah. It's so wholesome. Mm. I love it. Thank you, Reb, for sharing animal with us. Animal. I want. I, I I can draw him from memory too. You can. So that's really <laughs> Somehow easier to draw than Kirby, which I didn't think was possible. Which is so weird, but yeah, you're right. I actually, yeah. I was, anyway, that's a segment <laughs> for a different episode. Real quickly, I wanted to talk about, uh, you can see behind me right now, my Nintendo's actually glitching out mm. because womp, womp. I need to replace the 72 pin connector, but. Uh, I was playing Bionic Commando mm. for the NES on that last week. One of my favorite games of all time is Bionic Commando for the NES. And, uh, oh, hey, this is actually perfect because Doug Bowser is right there in the studio. <laughs> yes, Doug relay. Bowser, yes, listen Doug. up. Yeah, no? Okay. Please talk to Capcom and bring Bionic Commando rearmed to the Switch or actually just to anything because you can't get it anywhere which and if you're not familiar bionic commando rearmed was a uh, updated version a of uh, the original nes game with uh modern modern graphics and it was uh released for the xbox 360 under the uh what did they have the arcade summer of arcade mm. uh, thing that they used to do every year anyway it's phenomenal it's a fantastic adaptation and a reimagining of the the game great music great graphics super fun love it you can't get it anywhere you can get the sequel which sucks because they added a jump which <laughs> doesn't make any sense in the bionic commando universe but yeah please i'm begging you capcom bring bionic commando rearmed to nintendo switch mm-hmm. uh to xbox playstation to pc whatever mobile phone i don't care i just want to play bionic commando rearmed because it's so super good and also my nintendo's glitching out and so it's hard for me to play the original right now mm. so i think it Capcom, has maybe Doug the Bowser. best pun subtitle of all time and that is rearmed good oh funny mm-hmm. it's a mechanical arm right re-armed. right um, yep it's in there with uh, Advanced Wars 1 Plus 2 Reboot Camp. That one's oh, really yeah. good. Um, I would love for that game to exist. And yeah. yeah. Um, but we'll see. It's the right. conditions in which it's... it was paused have not let up. No. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Seth, what, yeah. what game was, what, what, co- what console was this thing originally for? 
NES. Well, okay. Bionic Commando was originally an arcade game, okay. and they adapted it for the NES, and they changed it up quite a lot. And actually, I I like the NES version way more than the arcade is this, version. Is this it's, not it's on got... NES? Uh, the 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 subscription thing that we we all no. have theoretically. No, no, no. I don't know. I don't think that they've actually put this out in any collections. Or I can't believe there's an obscure game I've never heard of that's not on Switch Online somehow. Mm-hmm. It, but you've you've almost <laughs> certainly seen Bionic Commando, uh, at least in a GIF, because the last thing you do is you shoot Hitler in the face awesome. and his head explodes. Hey. Yeah, that's, and it's so no, that's amazingly him. graphic yeah. that's cool. that it's very clear that Nintendo never actually played. No one played the game to the end because they would not have allowed that to happen. Um, but yeah, it's that's the last. It was it was localized where in the in the Japanese version the the bad guys were bringing Hitler back, and for the American version they changed it from like the Nazis to the bads and they removed <laughs> all the iconography. Uh, but they forgot at the end that you shoot Mister Bad or whatever Mr. his bad. name is, and it's just Hitler and his head explodes. It's just Mister Mustache. Glory, yeah. so. That's amazing <laughs> stuff. We're all the bad. Okay, and, and the game itself is, is amazing. Prefix. It's like it's a super super good game, super fun. Highly recommend if you can find it. Yeah, um, but but wow. you can't. So and I can't play it now because I have to get a new seventy-two pin connector. By Gar, so I'll there even take is. Bionic Please. Commander okay. rearmed cloud version. I mean, it probably doesn't need that, but I sure. don't think it does. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! It would it it would run very easily on the Nintendo yeah. Switch. This was a three sixty arcade game, so it, like never had a. I, maybe it did have a physical release. I know the sequel did. Look, I'm gonna shut up about Bionic Commander right now because it's the time of the show where we talk to the audience. It's question block time, but first, one thing. I have to say this before we start question block, and this is because I love I love the audience a lot, but this is a problem that I see in the inbox and on the Facebook group. Um, we get a lot of questions like, when is the next 3D Mario game coming out? Or please explain in depth what's happening at Retro right now in regards to Metroid Prime 4, and like questions like that. And we don't have any idea why, where the uh, the next 3D Mario is. And if we did, Reb probably would have written an article about some of these questions. Um, that's not, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, you do that. I well, and I think too, like, <laughs> like, re, like, so coming into a podcast and saying, oh yeah, I've heard, I've heard around the grapevine X, Y, or Z. Like, there's definitely things that I've heard, but like about things that people might want to know but it's always really dicey to say that on a podcast because the second you open your mouth and say yeah. it on a podcast it shows up on like a bunch of forums and and gaming leaks and rumors yes. subreddit and, yes. and uh, if, if you're if you said something one time yeah like, he did yes i remember like, this confirmed ign confirms like i don't even remember what it was yeah it's it like was it's a really foolish. dangerous game especially when you're someone who like actually does investigative reporting to open your mouth and yes. say things like that so yeah yeah so, that being um, said, that my being said, advice, we do know the Switch Pro release date. We just won't tell I, you. I mean, yeah, I know We're that it's not coming out you, yeah. January 17th, 2024, <laughs> but that's the only thing that I know. Is Gaming Leaks Switch and Pro Rivers is going to just 4K implode. graphics, dual screen, and non-dockless display that uh, beams to your television is going to come out. And also, it's uh, compatible with Neuralink. Yeah. Um, and, and the launch game is Bionic Commando Rearmed, <laughs> Remastered. <laughs> Re-rearmed. Yep. Re-rearmed. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry, Seth. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I was just uh, a little, just a little advice for when you're, when you're submitting your question blocks, instead of asking, like, when is the next Mario, when do we think the next Mario 3D game is coming out? Uh, like, an opinion-based question. Those are the sort of questions that we 
are more likely to pick and i'm never going to pick a question that i that is asking us a specific you know like date or something that we just don't know we don't know i don't know what's going on with metroid prime 4 i wish i did i wish i were playing it right now but i'm not I'm here with you, and I enjoy that anyway. So anyway, question block, Adam <laughs> Ionetta asks, as a new parent, I find myself looking to podcasts like yours, thank you, Aww. and Let's Play YouTube series to keep me up to speed on all the latest and greatest video games that I simply can no longer find the time to play. Your kid will grow a little older. It's only a tra transitory period. That's why I was wondering if you could share with us any of your personal favorite content creators. I, we have two of them right here. Jeffrey it's from Rev the social twice. team. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah. Colin, Don't look at me. Uh, I, I, I personally wouldn't consider myself a content creator. Um, I just post terrible things on Twitter. Um, just not funny, not good, not insightful. Jeffrey um, does a lot of work on our TikTok that is wonderful <laughs> and funny uh, and informative. <laughs> Uh, so he mostly does that on the official IGN yes. TikTok. Yes, yes. I, I also would not really consider myself a content creator, uh, but insofar as I am employed by the IGN.com website, um, and uh, we do create content, and we love you all for watching it. Um, and uh, I have a great TikTok team who edits a lot of the videos. Um, and uh, yeah, we try to do memes. It, it's so funny, like when I think about creating content for like TikTok or Instagram or any kind of social platform, is that the internet, it, I'm not talking about our audience here with NBC because you guys are amazing, but in general, the Incredible. internet can be mean hmm. and they hate stuff that we say. And in my head, I'm like, guys, I'm also a fan of what we do. Like, I'm also a person that likes this. Like, I'm. Like, oh, IGN, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I'm actually a person and I do love this. Like, I like, like, people are so shocked that when I like love Sonic and when we were previewing Sonic Frontiers, like, they're like, whoa, IGN loves Sonic? I'm like, yes. Like, what do you want? Me to <laughs> I love, I work at IGN, I love Sonic. Like, I know they're memes and blah, 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 whatever. Like, you, everyone it's like has opinions. a bunch opinions. of different people that work here. Yeah. Exactly. Right? Some yeah. of them like Sonic and some of them don't. Yeah. And it's like, well, your opinion's wrong. I'm like, actually, it's not. It can't be. <laughs> it can't be wrong. Uh, but, uh, uh, yeah, um, you know, uh, Adam, thank you for your question. Uh, this is not what you wanted to hear uh, for me <laughs> saying that I'm not, neither, none of us are content creators. Before we, before we say other specific content creators that we like, one thing that I would like to mention just because it's the funniest thing that Jeffrey's ever done for me personally. It's the hardest I've laughed in a very long time. Whoa. So I did our Switch sports review. I uh, gave it a seven, good on the IGN scale. Uh, and there's like four seconds in that review where I set up my phone and recorded myself kicking the soccer ball with like the leg strap on. <laughs> um, I did not clean up my room as well as I should have. <laughs> and so what Jeffrey did on TikTok was uh, he and the other team members who make video just sort of like asked me to come into like a Google meeting to be like, hey, so we just did like a, a cut down of your video review and we're putting it on TikTok. We just wanted you to like, okay, it make sure, you know, it gets your approval. So we go in there and the TikTok, which is on TikTok, you can find it somewhere uh, on the IGN uh, backlog, uh, <laughs> is just him reviewing my room <laughs> and, trying, and trying to like dissect every little bit and like piece that they could find like they, they figured out that i had uh 
a Chick-fil-A sauce and a couple of McDonald's sauce packets. Um, and like they really figured funny. out like the specific brand of hand sanitizer I had in the corner. It was like one of the most surreal wow. things. It I've was ever more seen. like an Easter egg breakdown of Colin Stevens's room. It's like, yeah. it's like we gave Nintendo Sports 10 out of 10, but let's see what Colin's room is like. And we were like, whoa, what's this about? You had like a Star Wars poster. You had like the legend. Like you clearly had like a collector's edition of like Elden Ring, but it was like unboxed. And we're like, hmm, could that be hinting future DLC? Like, uh, Elden Ring Switch Sports. Um, and uh, yeah, that was a very, I wish, if you're listening to this and want to see it, maybe search IGN Switch Sports Review because it will be impossible to scroll back. Uh, I'm just being real with you guys. Uh, I want you guys to find it and look it up. I'll drop, I'll, I'll say the URL, a very long URL in the audio form and everyone can type it in letter by letter. Um, but uh, um, yeah, that was, uh, that was a very, we like to have fun. We like to have fun here at IGN. We like to, we like to razz uh, our reviewers and by our reviewers, I mean Colin Stevens specifically Mm -hmm. and only him. I've only reviewed two games for IGN. Yes. Um, Yeah. But specific creators, uh, I think Dunkey can be very funny. Um, and I think he's doing his Donkey Kong week or month or whatever right mm-hmm. now, which is always a fun time. Uh, I like girlfriend reviews a lot. I think yeah. that they're a very fun duo and are both insightful and entertaining. Um, I'd say those are the two that I like watch most frequently. I don't I don't go on YouTube and specifically like follow people and watch every single video that they put out. But you know, if I if I get a get a whiff that there's something really cool out there, I'll usually go out and seek it out. Do you guys have any content creators? Yeah, I got a couple. Uh, so yeah, I'm not I'm not big on watching. I don't watch a lot of YouTube and uh, Twitch. I I I just don't. I, I read things. I don't watch things. Uh, but I do I do have like some recommendations for podcasts and channels. Uh, so one of them actually is Acts of the Blood God, uh, which is Cat Bailey's. Uh, hey, joint. that's a good uh, one. If you if you have somehow never heard her plug this, uh, you should absolutely go listen to Acts of the Blood God. Uh, it's an RPG podcast. I've guessed on it a bunch of times. They have the nicest community. Mm. Like they are so sweet. I'm always I'm always very nervous when I go guest on other podcasts because yeah, like, like like Jeffrey said, the internet is not always friendly. They have never been anything but just like wonderful to me. Um, they have a bunch of wonderful different shows over there cat uh, talk to cat about it i mean she'll she'll plug her own show all day but actually book gun is genuinely very good uh and it's full of a, a team of like rpg experts so if you're into those games uh definitely go for that um if you want to watch a youtube channel uh that has deep industry reporting uh people make games does really really good work i was not sold the video was a good medium for solid reporting especially about games until i started watching people make games uh but they have done some incredible investigative deep dives on industry issues and and game culture and like how games get made and they're really really good at it and you should just watch them um, and then the third one I wanted to shout out is another podcast. Uh, it's a, the overall podcast network is called Some Good Shows, uh, but specifically my favorite one uh, is the Video Game Robot Show. Uh, it is uh, from the, the friends of mine, Cam Koenig uh, and Nathan Norman Brandt. They've been going for several years now, uh, but the premise of their show is they have this, they have a robot, it's an Excel spreadsheet, uh, but it's a robot uh, that generates a, uh, a genre a, uh, sorry, I'm going to try to remember this, uh, like, like a like a, like a, a, a a name of a game, like an IP, a genre, and then a twist. So you'll get something like a Garfield cart racer, but uh, <laughs> but it's a dating sim or something like that. Or but oh, okay. but Norman Reedus is the main character. It's something like that. And then they they generate two of these every show. They have a new guest on every show, uh, and they they basically spend 15 minutes uh, pitching what this game would be and like designing whatever the heck this the silly pitch that the robot spit out would be. Uh, and so so every game you get to, as they would say, perfect 10 out of 10 games. Mm. Uh, and it's it's absolutely one of my favorite ideas for a podcast that anyone's ever come up with. Uh, and you end up getting 
making some very very silly things out of it so it's it's worth and what was the to. name of that one again uh it's called the video game robot show uh and it's, it's under a larger po- podcast banner called some good shows they have some other things too but mm. video game robot show remains my absolute favorite all right uh it may come as no surprise that like all the youtube i actually i do watch youtube like i don't watch tv i just have like 85 channels that i've subscribed to of <laughs> various interests science history um, the bbc archives i really enjoy watching like a, a chimney sweep from chester shire uh but most of what i watch video game content wise is like retro stuff so no surprises there jeremy parish game spite former uh one-up editor-in-chief absolute legend former uh u.s gamer editor-in-chief now he works for Limited Run Games. He's actually Jared Petty, friend of the show's boss mm-hmm. at Limited Run Games. And he does uh, NES Works and uh, SG-1000, where he just takes a console and he just goes through chronologically every game on that console. Like, so every year in 1986, every game that came out on the Famicom. And they're amazing, because Jeremy Parrish is just like an amazing human being. If you're into retro gaming and you're not subscribed to Jeremy Parrish, uh, I mean, I... I he's probably responsible for retro content now more than anyone else, just because he was on the retro not show back on when it was a one up show. And now it's like its own thing hosted by Bob Mackey, but Jeremy Parrish, great one. And then the rest of them are like super, super nerd, like old computer stuff that you're not probably that interested in, but eight bit guy. He's really good. I like that guy. He does a lot of, He's actually building his own 8-bit computer right now, the X16. Uh, My Life in Gaming, another incredible one. Love those two guys. They just go through old consoles. Old, they have a, an incredible like series on how to get the best picture out of your old consoles, and it's like amazing and and super well edited and like very amazing research. Um, and then yeah, those are my favorite video game content creators. So highly recommend checking out everybody's suggestions i am going to do that after this show i'm going to go subscribe because that's how i spend my saturday morning watching all my my youtubes <laughs> and having my co- yeah i watch my youtubes by punching myself <laughs> yes it's the only I, way to do it i was i was pantomiming drinking my coffee but we're not going to get anything and i'm sorry to cut you off because we are also like the Star Fox franchise out of time Ooh. for oh. this week i know it sucks i like hanging out with you all it's so fun but we don't have any more time <laughs> but before we go i have a few favors to ask of you the listener or the viewer if you're watching us on youtube please leave us a like and a nice comment. I see people have been taking that literally and just writing nice comment in the comments. I appreciate that. <laughs> you. If you're listening to it's us amazing. on a podcast app, please leave us a review. It helps us spread the good NVC word, and we will be forever in your debt. Don't forget, IGN Plus members can grab games for three. <laughs> excuse me, can grab game keys for three games right now, including Onsen Master, Blood Rain, Terminal Cut, Tiny Troopers, Global Ops. I want to thank Colin and Jeffrey for coming on the show, bringing some of that LA energy. We appreciate you both i want to thank marion on the ones and twos this week but most of all i want to thank you for hanging out with us and remember nbc is the only podcast where you can get the, get thing. the thing get the thing hey there this is justin bartha i made a funny new podcast king of the egg cream it has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like lewis black i'm torn by my feelings for two women bobby cannavale you can eat it 
Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.